We the who's who's. It's like as soon as we start, I just lose anything to say. I know. But I'm going to have a lot to say today. This is a big day. It's Monday. Is it? No, it's not. It's not that big a day. I'm sorry. Welcome, guys. Hi. Welcome, man. We in the building. <clears throat> Rise and Grind Boys, we're back. 184. Yup, yup. Are we ready to get to it? I'm ready. Let's waste no time. Let's get into it. Allow me to introduce myself. I go by Roger. And I go by Jakari, Mr. Roger Grand Boys. For the 184th time. When I call you, I'm a leader in a second. Need directions you are when my you higher calling love. On. Earlier this morning, had a feeling that we might have hit the ceiling, and our purpose ain't fulfilling in this home. So maybe we I haven't gotten to the point where I'm texting or, or calling or saying that to somebody. You're my higher yeah. calling love. You never said that. Right? Oh my god. And I know that we ain't playing this, but I'm doing something special. Come from calling heaven. Dollar sevens waiting on a pickup stomach bigger. Skin is glowing, girl. I love your figure. This is simple. Mm. This is real. Something mm. to remember. Had to hit you mm. so we could blend. Such a lovely mission. Shout out Jill Scott. I was just about to say, Jill Scott kills everything <laughs> she's fucking on. I love Jill Scott. Bringing some soul to you this morning, In man. Country shit. No cap. Something for your 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 cheese grits this morning. <laughs> you feel me? It's episode 184 of the Rise and Grind podcast. We're in the building. It's your boy Roderick. Sir Jakari, we in the building. All right, man. It's Monday. How we feeling? Feeling great, man. Feeling great. I had a great week. Um, overall, just work was good. You know what I'm saying? Weekend was good. Everything went went good. We had some great weather this weekend, man. I was in the drop all weekend. I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, just feeling good, man. I Just grateful. Yeah, this nigga pulled up to my house on Saturday in a drop top with fucking sunglasses. I'm like, bro, you headed to my house. What the fuck is going on? Man, Saturday, man, the weather was crazy good on Saturday. Like, I woke up early, cut the grass, um, and then, you know what I'm saying, I went to get my haircut, bro, pulled up on you. I'm sliding the whole day in the 50. I'm telling you, Kari has two different cars. He has his 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 day-to-day car, and he has his drop. Yeah. Why did this nigga pull up on me? <laughs> Brand new looking t-shirt. <laughs> skin glistening. <laughs> sunglasses. Like, I mean, darked out. Yeah. Stunner shade sunglasses type shit. Mm-hmm. Um, in a drop top. Yeah, bro. It was just a great day. Like I said, I was feeling very good. When I woke up that morning, I felt great. You know what I'm saying? I I, I piss excellence. You feel me? So like, <laughs> okay. So I'm just okay. It, it was a great day. Talk your shit, King. <laughs> very peaceful vibes. You know what I'm saying? So, you had a grand. You didn't have a good morning. You had a grand rising. Man, you feel me? You had a grand rising. Grand rising, bro. So okay. Yeah, man, but overall, like I said, the weekend was just great, man. Um, no complaints, but how was your week, weekend? Weekend was great. Like I, I mean, the week was great. Like I told you, um, 
started getting into my uh yeah yeah my role as a discipline assistant <laughs> principal you feel me? um <clears throat> it's a lot different mm-hmm. things are a lot different i like this uh i'm just i'm just chilling i'm uh i'm figuring out things things in my environment my work environment um where i can be of help where i can grow um but it's i'm, I'm chilling we moved into the weekend. Um, I saw Kari a couple times over this weekend. Uh, relaxed, got some insight, kicked it with one of our homeboys. Yep. Um, got more insight, had a good time, yep. and we're here podding. Yes, sir. One eighty four. I was going to say, sounds like a great weekend for you, man. Uh, yeah, I relax on the weekends. I, I don't do much. If you guys haven't heard from any of my podding. I don't do much on the weekends. The yeah. days of uh, now, we might get more into it as things start to progress mm-hmm. because I feel like we're gonna get more in a mix of scenes. Yeah, um, sure. But nah, from twenty, from twenty one, maybe up until twenty five, I've super relaxed on my mm-hmm. partying. Now eighteen to like twenty, that's when, or seventeen to twenty, something like that. It was it was crazy then. Yeah, for sure. And then even with myself, you know, I'm really only stepping out on special occasions, only with the guys, only with the family type shit. Like, I'm not the type to just go out every weekend and, and do shit. So, sorry if we sound boring, but... Oh, yeah, fuck y'all. You know I don't care saying? if I sound boring. That's how I rock. You feel me? <clears throat> um, it's safe at home. Absolutely. Did you have anything about the week that you wanted to get into still? Nah. All right. Uh, before we got into anything else, I just wanted to shout out the listenership. Anybody that's listening on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, Pandora, Stitcher, Deezer, any of the audio platforms. If you're watching on any of the video platforms, YouTube, um, if you're following on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok, whatever it is that you're following on, uh, we appreciate that. Make sure you keep up with us. Uh, it's the Rise and Grind podcast. Um, do you have anything you wanted to get into? Nope, nope. All right, man. Um, <clears throat> where was I going right before I got out of that? Uh, so we was going into the intro. So the first thing we wanted to mention, um, remember we had talked about Biden passing the, what is it called? Yes, the one-time student forgiveness, student uh, forgiveness. the one-time student loan forgiveness. Right, right, right. Where you're eligible for up to $20,000 of student loan forgiveness based on your uh, mm-hmm. your income. Right. So you remember we had mentioned when he passed that bill, or I guess where they signed that bill or whatever. Right. And um, everybody stormed and went to the website and crashed everything. But remember, we was letting y'all know that this was something that you were going to have to sign up for. They were going to drop a link sometime soon. Right. That's open. That link is now well, the, open. The beta. The beta link is open. Beta link. Okay. Um. So this is their test version to see how the online flow is going to work. So this version is not going to be open forever. Um. They got a beta going right now, so get your application in right now while you can. Um, I do think they're set to close the the beta at a certain point, and then they're actually going to have the the real application open. But everybody that does get there sent in during the beta, mm-hmm. um, the administration, Biden's administration had let everybody know you're good. When the real one comes out, you don't have to do it again. Gotcha. Yours is already in there. Okay. Um, I was on that shit early like, yeah yeah i saw a lot of people over the weekend posting that they was on it as well so that's why i wanted to we wanted to make sure that we mentioned that because um a lot of people may not have known about that, that 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 the link is out now yeah it got sent to us like one of the guys sent it to us i was on that shit four hours before that like i mm-hmm. 
I was on that shit maybe 7 a.m. When in uh, that day, I'm not sure if it came out at midnight because uh, when I checked it, it was it was via a post and that post had been up for like six hours Damn. and it was 7 a.m. when I had looked at it. Okay. Um, so I got in there early as fuck. Yeah. I tapped back in maybe an hour or so later. The site, even now, it goes back and forth on and off with being crashed. Um, that student federal or student aid gov dot gov, whatever it is, um, make sure you, you try your best um, actively to get in multiple times a day because I know that it is it is crashing multiple times a day because yeah. there's there's hella people getting on there uh, trying to get that money taken off their fucking credit. I understand, man. And uh, we got to expand our bandwidth, man. We got to get that right. That should have been. I know you can't really, you know, account for it. Everybody that's going to come, but you got to be prepared for shit like that, in my opinion. But hopefully it works. Like we say, you know, check it out. Get to the link. Make sure you get your application in because we want y'all to get that money, man. Do we have unlimited bandwidth and we just don't like and they just don't give it to us? That's a great question. I don't know. Do you think that we could have unlimited? I always wonder, like, YouTube. Like, YouTube storage of fucking videos over the years. Like, where is all that storage? Like, how much storage do you have to have? Is it unlimited? Hmm. What are we uploading our videos to? What type of cloud? How much space is on that cloud? Where does that actually go? What what are we doing with it? Yeah. I've always wondered. Do they have the deleted videos as well? Who knows? Because it's a lot of fucking YouTube videos. It's the most watched platform for videos. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, man. Hmm. That's, that's my conspiracy brain. See, look. <laughs> it's elusive content coming soon, man. We got we got real, real pod topics to talk about that we can't talk about on here because I don't want my head chopped. <laughs> or I don't want the fucking CIA at my door. Um, <clears throat> let's get into the intro. We were big fans of House Party. Mm-hmm. House Party 1, House Party 2. Um, I'd even say House Party 3. Anything kid and play, House Party, that's a go. Now, I remember when Marcus Houston and um, some of the other guys got to redo it for like House Party 4 or whatever the new House Parties were. Was See, I don't even remember those. Oh, yeah, I remember those. Wasn't a, wasn't a big fan. Mav, Mav Carter... And and LeBron James over at Spring Hill. Is that what it is? Spring Hill? Yeah, I believe Spring Hill. They've taken over House Party. They've got a new one coming out. The trailer just dropped. Yeah. It's star-studded, Kari. I saw LeBron. I saw Snoop. I saw DC Young Fly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of, of some other people. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne was in there. Yep. Spring, uh, Spring Hill um, Company. Jacob Lattimore. He's starring in that movie, actually. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stars in that movie. Star study, man. Like There's a new house party coming out, guys. Like I said, uh, that's set to drop. Was it this year? Or was it 2023? 22. So, yeah, sometime before the year is up. Okay. It looks good. Yeah, man. It looks like a great movie. It's, it's going to hit theaters. That's another thing we wanted to mention. It is, they say, only going to be in theaters. That's amazing. Yeah. So be- that's that's good there. Because a lot of the other ones, maybe uh, we weren't even alive for the House Party 1, House Party 2 eras uh, or House Party 3, but I think House Party 1 and 2 might have been the only ones that were in theaters. Uh, if 3 was, I don't, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm, I'm not, not sure. sure. Yeah. But especially the ones that we were alive for, those mm-hmm. didn't make it to theaters. Yeah. I want to watch this in theaters. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. I'm definitely going to go to the theaters to see that. Like, it's a must. LeBron's been doing a good job with uh with film work. I trust him. So, 
We'll see. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> was that it that we had for intro shit? Or did you have anything else you wanted to get into? Yeah, yeah, that was it. All right, man. Music week, music week, music week. NBA Young Boys 3800 Degrees has been out for uh for a week now. That's set to enter the uh the Billboard Top 200 as it pertains to albums on Monday or today. He's going to have three albums in the top 50 now. <laughs> I'm not necessarily saying that is a bad thing, but um, I'm saying it is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's cool. I mean, you have a lot of music out. You have a lot of projects out. So um, I've never seen an artist have three albums in the, right. in the Billboard Top 200 at the same time. Yeah, even though it's a lot of music, um, that means people are still listening, and that means that it's good if you have three in the top 50. Okay, yes, that that's what I should have said, and my apologies. I said I've never seen an artist have three albums in the, the Billboard Top 200. We've seen Drake with Certified Lover Boy, Scorpion, and then Take Care. Um, I mean, in the top 50 with albums out from the exact same year. Right. He's going to have 3,800 Degrees, Reeler, and uh, The Last Slimento. Yeah, Reeler 2. Reeler 2, my apologies, yeah. yeah. And The Last Slimento all on the top 50 mm-hmm. of the, the Billboard Top 200. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's a pretty good accomplishment, like we said. It's not something that we see all the time because people don't drop five, six projects a year. Um, but like I said, that means something when you are dropping a lot of music, but it's still selling well and people are enjoying it, you know? So he has great music. We, we've never said that uh, that, that wasn't the case. So um, it's just cool to see. I think... I think we should take... NBA young boy out of that major label scene and we should look at him only as an independent artist now because if we look at him as an independent artist the dropping multiple times a year is normal and he's one of the best of the best Mm -hmm. if if he's just an independent artist think about all the independent artists that we promote that we support they don't have three fucking albums from the same year sitting in the top 50 of the Billboard Top 200. And no shade to any of these guys, but I, um, I'm just highlighting that. Like, we talk about, like, a, a a Benny. Benny doesn't have three of those sitting in the, the top 50 of the 200 in one year. Larry doesn't. Primo doesn't. It just doesn't happen. That's big. For sure. But um, maybe we would need one more for that to actually happen. Because I think the last Slimento was that. That was an Atlantic drop. Well, they're all Atlantic drops, but, yeah, but quote, unquote, was, independent the, drops. the last one that fulfilled the, the contract. Right. Right. Yeah. But that's big. I didn't want to stay on him that long. Mm. But we can go ahead and move on. We got new albums out. T Grizzly dropped an album. Chapter of the Trenches. Yeah, I wasn't able to get to it. I know there is a song that's getting a lot of play, Robbery Part 5. You know, he has this series that he does. He makes videos. He posts them on YouTube. Um, Within these songs, he tells a crazy-ass story, I'm guessing, of, you know, several robberies. And I've heard lots of good things about it. I've heard Part 5, but, you know, 1 through 4, I wasn't able to check out. But I'm sure that shit is slapping the, the entire album. T Grizzly never misses when he drops albums. That's another idea I think we should write down um, to do on exclusive shit. Rappers that have series songs. I want to think about who has some of the best because we know people that do shit like that. Like like Meek Mill has Tony Story, shit like that. Yep. 
I want to get to who might be the best at that. <laughs> the Simba series with Cole. Like, there's a lot of those. Yeah, like uh, like R. Kelly trapped in a closet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I see what this is. That was that was a setup. This is comedy. <laughs> Look at look what I'm look what I'm trying to be closet. serious. Look what he did. For sure. Um, yeah. But no, if you think about it, sorry, Kari, that might be the greatest <laughs> artist series of all time. It is. When he you, literally takes the cake. When you asked the question in my head, I already knew the answer. That's why I was just waiting for you to finish. I said I'm about to say R. Kelly, bro. For the listeners that are not from Texas, growing up in the the 1990s through 2010, maybe there was a TV show on Saturday nights called Flavor TV and they played all of the new music videos, right? We would maybe, I don't know about Corey, but me for sure and my family and I know other people that did as well. When we knew that R. Kelly was in the Trapped in a Closet stage, we would wait anxiously every week on Flavor TV to see R. Kelly's new shit. Every week, man. And he'd have new shit every single week. Every week, bro. All right, man. I don't. What is it? Is he the best with it? Robert. Damn no, no, no. Let me stop. Let me stop. He know he's not the best with it, guys. He's not the best with it. Damn you, Robert. Nah, man. Uh, but no, nah, that shit was crazy. Like watching. Rapert. Right. Watching Trapped in the Closet on TV was different. And during the early days of YouTube as well, like all of the Trapped in the Closets was on YouTube, bro. Were they? Yes. Okay, well, I was I was really I was just watching it on the television premieres, so I didn't go back and replay all of them on um on YouTube. I think niggas even had that shit on MySpace too. I ain't even gonna lie. No, it was on MySpace. Okay, I just make it was sure on MySpace. I, I don't know if the, the video were the videos on MySpace. I know they had them in songs. Okay, yeah, I don't know. That shit is crazy though. We didn't came a long way, man. A long way. MySpace. That's crazy. How do we get? From R. Kelly in this to T. Grizzly. Okay. The, the the series. The series. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Smoke Dizza. He dropped an album as well. I can't wait to get to this. This was another one we weren't able to get to over the weekend because this weekend belonged to somebody else. Um, it's called 10,000 Hours. He dropped an entire tape. Um, I think it's only like eight songs, 20-something minutes. Yeah, yeah. Something real sweet, short. Yeah, I can't wait to get into this, though. I'm going to get into it as soon as the week starts. Oh, well, damn it, it started. <laughs> as soon as we're done, pod. Lil Baby. This is who we were here to talk about. Yep. It's Lil Baby week. I haven't listened to the, the other two albums just because this was reserved for something else. It's here. It's only me, mm-hmm. Lil Baby. This isn't, is this his sophomore album? Would you consider this his sophomore album or does he have other technical albums? Was Street Gossip his first album? Street Gossip probably was the first album. Okay, so this is technically his third album. But as we as we start thinking about Lil Baby's discography and where it gets really, really great, it's my turn and then the follow-up to it now, which would be It's Only Me. Correct. I just finished this album maybe about 30, 45 minutes ago. Whoa. It's good. Very solid, man. Very solid. Baby did exactly what he needed to do. Yeah, it's t- it's one of those where, of course, like I said, I just finished it about 45 minutes ago. Um, I need to give it more spins, but it sounds really, really sharp, uh, polished, produced well, and the beats are so good. 
that it's almost like you can't deny any of the songs. Mm -hmm. Like none of those songs are bad. Yeah. Of course he raps great, but the production on all of the songs are just good enough to where every song every song goes. I know what you mean cuz even if certain songs may not be your favorite rap from Little Baby on that song, the beat catches you. I just want to say you can't help but appreciate the entire song in a um in a whole just because like the the beat is good, you know what I'm saying? The cadence as well, like everything, the features are good. It's just like, bro, didn't miss on nothing on that album, bro. I swear. A lot of these beats have vocals or like more like melodic songs toward the beginning that mm -hmm. that just sound and feel good. Um, I can't name them off right now. Maybe you can name some of them, but nothing bad to say about baby's album you got to check this out for sure man but yeah definitely some standouts california breeze like i said i think that's probably gonna be that was the one that you said was the one when i heard that yeah yeah that's gonna be one of those like that's the hit right now just all first listen a lot of people are playing that but um i like the one with thug it's called never hating that one was good the intro real spill is actually like one of my favorites on the album um you got a song with jeremiah called stop playing like, all of the songs, top priority, bro. Like, everything on this shit is just amazing, bro. Like I said, baby, I think he did exactly what he needed to do coming off of the success from my turn. There was a lot of pressure. Even leading up to the album, something that we didn't mention on the last pod. But, you know, he dropped Hey last week, you know, early in the week, like Monday, Tuesday. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, I told you, didn't like that song. And then I started seeing a lot of people. Nope, it's huge now trashing the ba I mean little baby though like they was trashing like saying um, I saw a lot of jokes saying he need gonna you know all this shit. I'm just like bro what I had never seen so much baby hate I was like what is going on wait you you've seen little baby hate recently like since the album's dropped last week before leading up to the album drop okay like people were saying like cuz they didn't like the song hey like I said so they were like man if we get more of this blah 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 and I'm just like Baby ain't never disappointed, so why are we thinking that he's going to disappoint now? I just didn't understand it. Well, fast forward to this Friday. A lot of bigger artists and or influencers have gotten behind the song, Hey, they're making TikToks to it. They're making Instagram reels to it. What did I say? Hey by Lil Baby is a really big song right now. What did I say last week? I mean, it's it's huge. Yeah, I, I literally said that shit. I and literally said, and that. when you said that, I didn't even really see how that song could end up blowing. Um, it's big now. Yeah, it was just a waving, like I said, because all it takes sometimes for an artist if they really want their song to trend, they just have to make a video themselves doing something simple or subtle or an entire dance, whatever it may be. So. Lil Baby had a video last week. He was just sitting around. They made fun of that video. Everybody made fun of that video and how he waved. But regardless of that, that's why niggas are doing the waving. You yes, know what no, I'm I saying? Know. So, like, sometimes that's all it takes is a nigga just to post a video to go along with the song, to go along with the rollout of the album, and everything just works. But, um, man, the the numbers. It's on pace to sell 210 first week. At first, we were talking about Kodak, but Kodak pushed his shit back. But what we said was Lil Baby is going to give us a clear depiction on what the hip hop game really is or where these numbers really stand. If people have really stopped listening to rap that much, um, if the numbers have really dropped that low. Um, 
on pace to sell 210 first week, I'm going to say that we're right where we were before. Absolutely. He's going to blow through that. Yeah, and you niggas just don't have uh, the fan base you used to. Yeah, yeah. He's just the, the biggest in, in the in the genre. You know what I'm saying? Like, he he's just that guy. Um, but he's going to blow through that, in my opinion. I, I'm thinking somewhere maybe 210, 230 first week. Yeah. Um, I said somewhere between 215 and 230. Yeah. I don't have anything else to say. It's amazing, man. This this all I listened to this weekend. All I'm probably still gonna be listening to for the remainder of this week as well. Um, but this is just a great album, man. Shout out to Lil Baby. You did it. The biggest artist in the world, biggest rapper in the world. Let me start saying I think he's the biggest rapper in the world right now. He's definitely the biggest rapper in the world. Yeah, now artist. Yeah, I won't say artist. I think that's bad bunny. I was just about to say, I'm gonna go ahead and say bad bunny's the yeah. biggest artist in the world. But um rapper. It's definitely Lil Baby. Absolutely. We can stay in Lil Baby. We can stay at 4PF. He was in an interview with The Breakfast Club. He told us 42 Doug was on his way home. That he should uh, he should have been released by from jail by now. Mm-hmm. He said that day in particular that he recorded the episode or, or went to The Breakfast Club that Doug should have been out that day. Um, he so. did say that he had some other things to clear up, mm-hmm. that he's in a halfway house yeah, um, right, or right. that's where he'd be moving following his release from jail. But... That's good. At least, at least he's released. Um, and the process to him actually coming home is is moving forward. Whether that's thirty days, sixty days, ninety days, whatever it is. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, I'm happy to see you know our artists coming home, our black men coming home. But I know for you, for sure, because you are a huge four two Doug fan. I know that has to feel good. Real shit to the point that I swear to God, you had sent something earlier that day talking about. Young Thug and Gunna and you said man free the guys and I was just going to send a message under it and I was like man we've been forgetting about 42 Doug <laughs> free that nigga 42 Doug bro yeah. and right before I saw it it came through Instagram on on the Breakfast Club interview and I was like man I don't even need to say that shit yeah. Doug free That's good, man. Doug coming home so uh, it looks like 4PF is, is gonna rebuild a little bit soon Um, they got they got baby home. Um, I'm trying to think of right hand man to, to baby, but we got 42 Doug. Um, dang, how can I not for- remember this name? I'll remember yeah. it. Uh, we'll we'll think about it a little bit later. But um, <clears throat> let's let's get into the darker, the more grim news. Yagati, YSL affiliate, YSL rapper, YSL signee, uh, rapper. He was. He was almost stabbed in jail. Of course, he's been in jail inside, uh, of course, a part of that that 30 count or 30 member, whatever it is. I, I can't remember how many counts it was. Mm-hmm. The YSL Rico. He was a part of that. He was locked in in February. Was that when they were locked up? Yeah, because I think Gonna Drop gonna drop first quarter, and it was a little bit after the album dropped, so maybe like March, April. Okay, whenever the YSL Rico uh, indictments happened and everybody got locked up, yeah, Gotti was a part of that. Moving forward in some of the months following, there were reports of snitching. There were reports that people were making statements to the police that they were actually cooperating. And allegedly, I'm not saying that that's what's going on, but allegedly, yeah, Gotti was named as one of those people. Um, I think they they had actually said his his name was, I don't know. It didn't it when they got down to the nitty gritty of it, it didn't actually sound like snitching. But 
yo, people think of snitching <laughs> in different ways. Yeah, everybody has their own definition. Right. Time moves on. They try to stab him up in jail. Yeah, unfortunately, man. Do you uh, have like the official shit on it? Uh-huh. So it says someone came at Yak Gotti and tried to stab him with a shank. Mm-hmm. He defended himself. The lawyer for the rapper said the Fulton County Jail is rife with shanks. The sheriff carted a little wheelbarrow of homemade knives into a county commission hearing a few weeks ago. Also, this is not something that's not foreign over there. Niggas be having all type of weapons and knives in this jail is what they're saying. Niggas have knives and all types of weapons in every, in jail. every jail. Every jail. Right. So, I mean, there's no way to avoid that in jail. Unfortunately, man. I'm sorry. Prayers up to Yagati. Prayers up to the YSL team. Sure. I really hope all of this ends as soon as possible, so all of these, all of these uh, YSL rappers can uh, can go home. I don't, I don't even like using the word members because when I say it, I mean members of the the record label. I don't mean members of anything else. But I hope all of these these entrepreneurs, these rappers, these artists yeah. make it home safely. For sure, especially YSL. I believe their uh, trial starts in January. Mm-hmm. I believe that's the date. Um, so, you know, we still have a few months before we get to that. Um, and then just this past week, standing YSL artist Gunna. Oh, well, I was just going to say before this, yeah, in this, yeah, Gotti, he's uh, he's probably going to be moved. Of he's course, either going to be moved or, or he'll be put in, in a PC state. Not a state, but like a PC like area within the within the jail. Protective custody. Um, but what were you saying about Gunna? I was just saying, staying in YSL, um, gonna, you know, this past week, because we, we say, you know, prayers for them, hopefully that they come home. We know the trial starts in January, but gonna was also denied bail once again this past week um, for the third time, second time. Is this the third time? I can't. It's the third time. Third time. So um, I know we're saying free gonna, like, and it is free gonna, it's free YSL. I don't know why, and, and Corey, I think you were a part of this. Uh, this population. I don't know why y'all thought Gunner was about to get out. I was not a part of that population. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you were just like you. We're just pro YSL. So when I was yeah. seeing it in the messages, it, it kind of looked like to me you were you were thinking that Gunner was to be released because um he was prior uh, he was just dismissed of all of the charges that would have labeled him as violent. Right, so... Um, or his name's been taken out of the talks of violence. Right, and having any criminal acts, like any witness, seeing him perform any criminal acts, they said that as well. Um, v- no, violent, violent, violent right, right. acts. So, no, I wasn't thinking that Gunner was going to come home. I was just, you know, comparing him to everybody else's situation. He had the best chance at that point in time okay. because they removed his name. So I was just saying if it was possible, this would be the time that it happens for someone. But no, I I understand this situation. I understand like how serious it is that the counts and all of the so-called evidence that they allegedly have. I understand like how serious this is. So I don't, I never thought anybody was going to get out on bill. What I will say is I think this is fucked up. This part right here, because if this was anything else and I hate bringing his color into this, but if it was any, any other instance and that person was ruled out as a 
completely non-violent, like non-violent person. Yes. And the reason why you sit until trial in his instance is because he was labeled violent. Mm-hmm. He should be free to go. No, nah, bro. The facts. He should be free to go. The facts when it comes to Gunner's cases, like he should really be out. Gunner should be free to on on paper. On paper, he should be out, bro. Now, of now, I'm not gonna say even. Of course, allegedly, they like to say that Gunner could, you know, he could intimidate witnesses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the whole push icey, we pay the witness right. off type of thing. Right. That's what they're afraid of happening. If Gunna were to get out, I don't know if the feds know that that could happen over the phone. Facts, but I just think that that stuff happens over the phone. Yeah. So when when we were talking about this when it, when we first got the news, I said I understand them in their area, but it's a cop out. It's just easy for them to say. Oh, he could go intimidate somebody. I promise you, if they let Gunna out, he's gonna go home. He's going to be chilling. He probably won't even leave the house. Gunner not going to do nothing crazy if he was able to get out. But they, they're able to use that clause, so they use it. True. And I think they are also going to wait until the YSL tree has completely dried out. The same way they do with any, like if you're John Gotti or if you're Frank Lucas or if you're, um, I, I don't know, I- anyone, mm-hmm. they're going to wait until your entire organization dries completely to fuck up. And then they're going to let you go. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were if you were moving anything, if you were a part of anything, we're going to take every fucking dollar and squeeze every single thing out of you. Now you can go back on the street. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why they even build a case anyways from the jump to build up as much evidence as they can on you you know so no i mean like even if they let them go even if ysl stays an organization like even if they go right back to rapping after this say ysl had 15 million dollars in the bank nigga before we let these guys go we gonna make this entire record label fucking broke squeeze every single dollar out of every single one of them so by the time that they go they they got to get it this way. Like, they fuck that drug money. Like, you, ha- you have to go get it this way. Makes sense. I mean, just like I said, the bleed same them. way. Yeah, the same. Bleed them. The yeah. same way you see it happen with any of the, the kingpins. Yeah, it's the same. I mean, we were talking about the Murder, Inc. story, you know, previously. Same situation. Bleed them. Bleed them. Yep. Starve them. Kill them. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally. Think about, I just said, like, Frank Lucas, his family... Give up the houses. All y'all go back to y'all broke ass families back in whatever state y'all was from. Bleed they ass. Go to your mama's house. Bleed they ass. Yeah, Take they, that shit. <laughs> they pulled up at his mama's house. Yeah, bro, shit grimy. Just like Irv. Yeah. We're going to pull up at mom's house. Yeah. Yo, run through all that shit. We searching through all this shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, man. They're going to bleed YSL. I hate that. <clears throat> They're trying to for sure. For sure. But no, I agree with you. Like, that's that's the mission. And more than likely, if we'll see what happens in January, but if it goes south, that's what they're going to do. January is when the trial starts. Yeah, yeah. They haven't had to have act like they haven't had active business moving since the the first quarter of 2022. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like they have 
prominent brand new artists to be pushing. They put every single fucking artist inside. And the one that wasn't inside passed. Rest in peace, Key, man. It's like we we have to rely on the label, like on the albums that we have out right now. Damn. I mean, we know we know Thug has 36,000 albums in the tuck. Facts, and he got hella features out. Obviously, he was on baby shit. He still got songs that's been coming out, but yeah, man, that's hard. That's that's really hard. And I agree, like I said, like they're they're gonna bleed them. They're gonna make it very hard for them to reestablish themselves. You know, at the point that they were at before all of this shit happens. So we'll see. Do we want to? Do we want to keep talking Rico's car? I think so. There's more. There's a lot more. <laughs> um, <clears throat> where where do we want to go with this first? Sue Surf, battle rapper, prominent, prominent, prominent battle rapper. I've seen a lot of his battles. Um, if you watch the Joe Budden podcast or listen to the Joe Budden podcast, you're already familiar with Sue Surf. He's mm-hmm. he's a personality damn near on that. He's basically the the fifth member. In facts. Um, yeah. And I love hearing him every time I hear Surf. Surf has been indicted on a RICO charge or on RICO charges. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if that was thursday or it was thursday or friday something like that they picked him up i hate hearing niggas get picked up for a rico this one was in new jersey jesus christ because when a nigga gets picked up for a rico i automatically assume in my head i'm not gonna i'm not gonna like especially if he's keeping his mouth shut no he's going to jail i'm not gonna see that nigga for they're gonna sentence him to at least twenty. I'm not gonna see that nigga for ten years, yeah. at, at the least. When you think about Rico's, that's the type of shit that I think about. Oh, he's going away for ten years minimum. Mm-hmm. He's gonna do ten minimum. I'm not talking about surf in this instance. I'm talking about when I hear somebody just this whoever got the Rico yeah, yeah. put on him. Oh, he does. Oh, he's gonna sit ten. Mm-hmm. And sitting federal is different than being in the state. Yeah, this federal DEA. Yeah. When when Rico come get you, that's fat. It's not state. That's fat. You've been you've been operating a business as a criminal organization. <laughs> and we've been watching, man. Or 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 the other way around. You've been operating your criminal organization as a legal business. As a business, right. Yeah, and we've we've had to drop on you for a long time, buddy. Just staking out on you, man, unfortunately. But, yeah, it's, it's sad to just hear, man. And, and it's like, you know, we talked about it early in the year, how rappers were not going to jail, bro. Mm-hmm. And then it's like we just get this wave of fucking Rico charges from every single body. I told you at the very beginning of the year that that they're trying to put an end to this rap shit. The feds, the feds are coming to do the sweep. No, nah, facts. And I'm starting to see it a little bit more here and there. Um, it's coming from the top. This is coming from... I told you. I, I told you. Yeah. Because the music is so popping. Yes. Music has to change. There has to be different eras. Mm-hmm. You have to have rock sometimes and then rap be number one and then alternative and then R&B yeah. and... Black is is always so popping that I always knew that if it got to the point that hip hop was number one, it would just stay like that. Yeah, of course. We always knew that. Even from when it 
the birth of hip hop, they knew if we got to the masses, it would just stay would like that over forever. Yes, and they can't have that. And I think that they knew that it would be like, like just like you said, they knew that once rap, they got their hands on rap, it would be like that forever. Mm. So I think that from the very beginning of rap starting to pop, maybe or not rap starting to pop, rap starting to pop commercially. Right. I'll say 2015 as the streaming shit starts to hit. Yeah. They were like, yeah, we have to figure out if this gets to going, how the hell are we going to end this? So they've been watching us for five, six, seven years, planning our fucking demise. Anytime one of us act up, they ready to push the button. For sure. Whether that's a Rico, whether that's a gun charge, whether that's we can cancel you just based off of some shit that you said four years ago in this interview, whether this, we're going to pull this tweet, whether this, we're going to leak your gay ass videos, whether it's... And it don't matter what industry, because we can even... Oh, they're coming to get... Whenever it's time to push the button, they're pushing it. Because look, we can even bring up Will Smith again. His situation, Will Smith never did anything wrong his entire life. He slaps Chris Rock and they take everything away it's just like they was just waiting they were just waiting on him to fuck up bro like we only get one shot listen to this and hear me good and i'm glad that you're in this pocket will smith slapped chris rock one time and was banned for i think 20 years from the academy like come on fam alec baldwin murdered someone on set yep prop gun nothing He's not even going to jail, I don't think. What did the Academy do to Alec Baldwin? Oh, nothing. He Come killed on, a nigga on set. It's Alec Baldwin, man. And I, I don't know about the, the whole accident shit. Maybe it's an accident from Alec Baldwin. Who put the bullet in that fucking gun? Yeah. I mean, he's the blame is going to be put on him, even if it wasn't his fault. Because yes, Well, he's not facing anything from right, it. Right, right. But I'm saying, but yes, somebody was supposed to check before Alec got the gun. I agree with that. Like the, the equipment, people, whatever. Yes, no, I get that. What I'm saying is acting wise, and you know shit like this, even moving through sets or whatever, mm. if we're the actor, it is not my job to unload the to clip check, of this yeah, gun and look I mean. and see if this is a, a blank or a right, fucking right, right, bullet. Right. It's just his job to do his to job. Who put a bullet in that? Right. That's why I was saying <laughs> equipment people were supposed to check before Alec got to it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I'm saying whoever put that bullet in there is fucked up because yeah, they knew that was the prop gun. That shit is ridiculous. All, I, all I'm saying is this man murdered somebody on set. Yeah. Cold blood. Not, not nothing. No repercussion. Yeah. Front, nothing. Front row. He's still going to be front row. Yeah, man, like like we said, um, this nigga didn't kill anybody. He didn't say anything racial, no slurs. He was protecting his family. Yes, I understand it was on national television. Um, but, you know, people were saying they were afraid for their lives. And Bro, this is Will Smith. You you always kill me. you like, it's the nigga who doesn't cuss. Like, every time you say that, that shit just kills me. Because it's like the perfect white collar image nigga from rap it's like that's how they want us to rap they they want everybody to rap the way will smith raps when will smith when they got will smith i knew it was headed south um the biggest the biggest of the bit uh the biggest of the biggest are gonna be portrayed in that light Mm -hmm. that's just how it is um i'm not copping anybody out and this nigga still we're still putting his head in the shit shaming him we're training this nigga on how to not shit in the house still of course they gonna make kanye west (laughs) You let a you let a nigga get 
This this is why Jay don't open his mouth. Oh yeah, for sure. Because if if imagine if Jay were to open his mouth and allow the higher ups to yeah. twist what or 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 fuck with his words or his narrative or his agenda. That's why Jay doesn't do that. Right, bro. He's too smart for that. He's only in uh, Twitter Spaces. We found that out recently that Jay be in Twitter Spaces. Yeah, but yeah, he don't he don't really say too much. Yeah, and I was like, he's not even a chatty ass nigga inside of that. Yeah. It's the shit. Kanye opens his mouth enough to where it's like, oh, we can ruin the richest black man ever. Yeah, bro. They like Let's keep, keep talking. Kanye. Keep talking. <laughs> and they just Say he more. he thinks he thinks they love them. Right. Like he he's the guy that thinks they're on his side. Mm-hmm. They're laughing at you, Kanye. <laughs> and they just invite him to everything too. Just like mm-hmm. you're doing a good job, Kanye. And he's really just great job destroying us, which is a good job for him, but. And destroying himself at it as well, man. Oh, man. Unfortunately, and, and I'm sorry for even saying his name. We're not we're not doing a Kanye uh, we're not doing a Kanye dive this episode. Yeah, Fuck that. <clears throat> All right, let's that's go on because we are still in Rico shit, Kari. Yep. What the hell is this that I'm hearing about Playboy Cardi and Future? Yeah, so Playboy Cardi and Future have some allegedly have some association with some. Gang, what's the name the of the gang? Name? Homicide. Uh, with homicide. it's homicide with an X instead of the C in homicide. Okay. And this is um, Atlanta base, obviously. Yeah, they said it's connected to play. All right, this is all alleged, 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 alleged. Come on now. Is allegedly connected to Playboy Cardi, uh, homicide, and nominally to Future, mm. a big name. They've had an ongoing rivalry with the henchmen. That is. Two blood sets shooting at one another. I mean, that's not uncommon. <laughs> um, there's a trail of dead and jailed rappers all through this beef. Weird situation here once again, uh, but it just goes back to everything that we've already discussed about these rappers getting taken out. I mean, uh, obviously, bro, I know niggas be in the shit. I'm not going to say niggas don't be doing whatever, but... It says something when everything is happening one after the other, one after the other, one after the other. It says something to me when there's an apparent new mecca of rap music. It's not Los Angeles. It's not New York. And it's been specifically targeted. Mm -hmm. Atlanta has been specifically targeted. They know that if any... If any new sounds are happening, if anything's popping, if there are any, if anyone's to be made famous in this rap game, they go through Atlanta these days. Right. Take everything in Atlanta out. Take all the niggas that are innovative, that are are killing shit, that are popping, that have the money moving to have these little niggas inside of the studio to make more of this. Let's get rid of all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're literally taking everybody one by one, and they starting it. it it starts at the top. If if I quote unquote think that one rapper on this side is running the streets, he's he's running drugs type shit. He's getting the money from his drugs. He's busting it down with his little niggas. He's paying for studio time. And that's how they're making his rap shit is what they're thinking in their head. Mm. So let's start with the tip top of the nigga. And if we get to the tip top, nigga, we'll stop all this rap you shit. Start everybody. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll you, start. We'll stop them the money, right. and we'll starve this rap shit. Yeah, you you get who's at the top of the food chain, and then literally everybody just 
dies. You know what I'm saying? Everything is just like a, a trickle down effect, but like everybody's it's over at that point. And, and we heard news of that, you know what I'm saying? In the in the same in the YSL situation. Like we heard the money slowed up, you know. So mm-hmm. well we saw these niggas doing fundraisers. Right, exactly. So um but we just hope, man, Playboy Cardi Future, once again, those are big names coming out of Atlanta once again. You know what I'm saying? So they already got YSL, bro. Can't take future. Can't take Playboy. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I don't know, but I agree with you. Like we said, Atlanta is specifically being targeted right now. And uh, that's something that we should just continue to pay attention to because they're not done. That DA, she's not done. She's not going to stop until she eradicates Everybody. every drug dealer or every crime organization mm-hmm. in Atlanta or in Fulton County. Yeah. She's not playing. I told y'all from the beginning she's not fucking playing games. <laughs> we if there's anybody that we need to be afraid of, it's her. She ain't fucking around. Nah, bro. Her pussy is bomb. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to put that in there. I didn't <laughs> You don't even know her, bro. <laughs> I know, but I know how like just based on how how hard she move. No, like girls that like do their job like Take pride in doing their job really well. I don't know what it is like. Just great pussy. Okay. She comes in every like every day. Like she just does her job. So for the women that don't do their job, don't have great pussy. Is what you're saying? No, 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 no. That's not what I said. <laughs> the ones that don't do their job <laughs> yeah. have even better pussy. <laughs> that stay at home all day pussy. Dude. Lazy bitches have the best pussy on earth i don't know what it is they just stay at home and preserve that pussy <laughs> just preserve it. i don't know what it is um yeah that's funny they watch hbo maps and shit all day netflix they be watching Easter ray at work from home job five days a week they sitting in their they bedroom while they on the phone doing healthcare customer service <laughs> right. they giving old niggas they pills and watching p valley i love it though i love the effort mm-hmm just Never mind. I was about to say just sitting on that good pussy. <laughs> um, but no, I, I definitely like the lazy ones more. I don't like your worth that uh worth that oh, <laughs> Is this the tongue twister podcast? Your work ethic. I don't <clears throat> I don't like that, but we like the other things. For sure. Where was I at before I got into uh we was just wrapping up the Rico. Good job, me. pussy. From Playboy Cardi and Future allegedly, you know that situation there, but we could really move on. Hopefully, we don't see anything come from that. Absolutely not. But yeah, let's move on. We've been hearing a lot about Ice Spice, Cardi. If you guys don't know Ice Spice, that's the girl that has the new song Munch. You thought I was feeling you? Yeah. That nigga on Munch. Um, I eat it for lunch. <laughs> I saw a bitch redo it. She said, "You thought I was feeling you." Shit, that dick is a crunch. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> it's like, oh shit. <laughs> now my dick is a crunch. All right. Please, no. Uh <laughs> that's funny. But Ice Spice, let's stand Ice Spice. <clears throat> when she first came on the scene, I guess she was booking a lot of club tours. And I've been seeing her make her, her rounds around the country doing doing club bookings. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She was in the city not so long ago. Yeah. They said that she was doing them for around three to four thousand dollars a show. Then Munch dropped. Blew the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Drake got behind the song. Mm-hmm. It just goes insane. She's the next 
big female rapper. I think in the year 2022, when you think about the new incoming rappers, you think about Glorilla and towards the third to fourth quarter, you start to think about Ice Spice now. I would agree. Yeah. <clears throat> when that song came out, she canceled damn near all of her club bookings. She's charging somewhere between ten to 15000 now. It's been a really big controversy because a lot of people in the game say that um, not only do you make your way in the game in this tour circuit through promoters, that um, she's burning bridges with promoters by, by canceling for her, her originally stated prices and then looking for new ones. Mm -hmm. um, and other rappers in the game said that uh, that's not how you play. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Lil Baby was the one that I know we watched together. Yeah. Know. Uh, he was asked a question in an interview during his promoting um, of his album, and he was on the stance that, you know, you don't do that. You still do those little shows for, you know, that three, four thousand, because like you mentioned, you build those relationships with the promoters. You build those relationships with the DJs that play your songs when you're not there. You build those relationships with those fans when you have those small shows. And you're able to interact more with your fans. That is what builds your fan base. Yeah. That's how you get to doing the bigger venues. And then you could charge whatever your price. But you got to show love to where you came from. And uh, Lil Baby says something. He was like, uh, the promoters are like the streets. So when you work with one promoter, if your show goes well, they tell the next promoter. And it tells the next one and the next one and the next one. And that's really how you start to build your name up. If you've canceled all of these shows at your said booking price at that time, mm -hmm. like he he was saying, promoters are going to understand if two, three, four months later you've blown up. And if it's if it was three, four thousand and now it's 20, if you've blown to that point, they understand. It's fine. It's business. But um, for you to be canceling right there. That's the issue. And and now you're going to fuck up your relationship with the promoter that's right. going to tell the next promoter, hey, she cancels all the time, which that, that promoter is already looking at the next person. Oh, she canceled with me, too. Right. So, oh, and she canceled with me, too. And me, too. And me, too. And me, too. Word of mouth. That's the most important thing in situations like this. When you're up and coming, word of mouth will get you far. Whether it's a DJ, promoter, a fan, whoever, an a &R, it does not matter. If somebody is speaking for you, right? you're going to go somewhere more than likely. So... Um, I don't know if it's her directly. Maybe it's her management team. I don't know. But Maybe both. I think they should really think about that and take more into effect. Like, hey, in the long run, this is not what you want to do. You right. don't, don't want to be burning those bridges, bro. Like, seriously. That, especially that early. Because it's only, this was one thing that Baby said as well that stuck out. It's only one song. Yes. It's one song. That's, that's what I was going to say next. Now, this, this issue right now, this becomes very minuscule or does not matter at all if her next track is huge. Right. If the next track, say she got, say she had Dirk on the next track and it just was a killer track. Bang it right. Fuck everything that we just that we just talked about for the last five minutes. Right. None of that matters because now she's really getting that twenty piece for these for these club bookings. Now she's a star. You got, now you, you now have to give it to her. Now yeah. she's a star. She's a star. But. We need, we either need uh, you to fulfill, you know, what you said mm -hmm. moving forward or we're going to, we're going to need that next track. And she has put out some tracks. I don't know if they've put out the, 
the hitter yet, but she's put out tracks since <clears throat> much since much, I believe. So I, I may be wrong. I know she has some other tracks that people were spinning through. I know those were before much though. Okay, um, uh, I think I think she may have one, but um, but it's just one song, like you said. Like right now, all you have is based from just the one song. So like, if your next song doesn't pop, then it's over. And now you've burned those bridges. Now you have nowhere to start back from. You know because. You could get to the top and fall off and then work your way back. But if you got your way to the top and burned all your bridges from before, when you try to work your way back from the bottom, you have nobody to help you get there. You know what I'm saying? So it's just something that a new artist, up and coming artist should really think about, you know, in situations like this. And I just double checked. Um, she hasn't dropped a song since much. Okay, for sure. Munch is her only song since it looks like August the 10th. Okay. And she's been spinning since August the 10th. I fuck with that. She's, that's that's she's that's good. Super stages. She was on Ro- Rolling Loud. Somebody brought her out. I can't remember. Drake took her to the OVO show. So she's been places. Of I think course. that was Future or somebody that future brought her somebody. out. Something like that. Yeah. But um, that was the other thing. People were talking about her stage presence. She's new. I know. I'm like, oh, she's kind of new. <laughs> People talked about it with. Uh, I remember when the City's Girl, uh, the City Girls first mm-hmm. came out. I remember that they don't say that anymore. Yep. <laughs> it's it's over now, guys. <clears throat> Where are we at with it now? Oh, we're going to have to get into the City Girls somewhere soon. Or, or are we? Maybe? <sighs> Car is getting hard to be a fucking barb, man, these days. Oh, man, I know. Wow. I know, I know. Nicki Minaj is 39. I believe she'll be 40 in December. Okay. Shout out to Nicki. You look great at 40. Absolutely. I just, she still, to me, looks like... She could pass for somebody in their 20s. Oh, absolutely. She's beautiful. Why is she beefing with, with Lotto, who I believe is 24? <clears throat> so the reason is because of the Grammy nominations. Okay. The Grammy nominations for best rap song. Lotto's 23. She'll be 24 in December as well. Best rap song, right? Mm-hmm. Lotto got the nod with Big Energy. Yes. Nicki Minaj did not get the nod with Super Freaky Girl. For best rap song? For best rap. So, wait, wait, wait. When the masses believed that Kodak really should have won, Nicki thought that neither Kodak or her Mm should have won. It should have been Nicki's Super Freaky Girl. So, let me tell you, it's a a little more. It's a little more. So, Nicki is really mad. It really has nothing to do with Lotto. To be honest, Nikki is mad because the Grammys is saying they're saying that her song is not rap. It's, it's pop. pop. I did see that they they banned Super Freaky Girl from the rap category in the 2023 Grammy nominations. Yep. They moved it to pop. To pop. And Nikki's mad because she's like, y'all put Lotto in there, which that song could be rap, pop, whatever. Let's stay where we are, though, for a second. Did they do that so Nicki won't win a Grammy? I don't know. Because don't know. if Nicki moves to pop, she's in an entirely different realm of songs that Super Freaky Girl, I can, can guarantee you, won't win in. It depends because this situation happened with um, Lizzo. They did it maybe 2017, 2018. I can't remember the exact year, but she had a great song that year. That was a rap song. They did the exact, the exact it was rap, same thing. Lizzo? Yes. And they... Put her in the pop category. She ended up winning still. Maybe she should have been like R&B. Or maybe R&B. Okay. But whatever the case. 
they did the exact same thing where they didn't put it in, you know, where it should have been more than likely. And they put it in pop. Lizzo won. But like you said, Nikki, super freaky girl. We'll have to see who's nominated within. But that's I don't think they're going to give a Grammy to super freaky girl in a in a pop category. Now that we had that, let's let's go back to what we were talking about um, right before you move on even more. Super freaky girl versus big energy. Mm-hmm. Why the hell are those? any different than each other i don't think they're different that's what i'm saying i don't I think, think they're any different at all they're both rap popish they have samples i was gonna say that, with a classic sample exactly they're the exact same song so i'm on the stance like yes i agree with nikki bro like put me in the rap category let me go at it with big energy and whatever other songs that are in that category like it fits they're all samples from a pop song from from very freaky girl i mean not um from She's a vet, Rick James. James. And then we have Mariah Carey, which are both pop songs. Right. On rap oh, music. Rap songs, right. So <laughs> if both, if one goes to rap, both go to rap. If one goes to pop, they should both, both be in pop. pop. Big Energy shouldn't stay in rap if Nicki's has to go. And so that's why Nicki was upset, right? What it, now, I'm I'm not mad with Nicki, but right. I understand Nicki's frustration. Right. She does not need to be taking this out on Lotto of course number one and number two lotto at 23 years old so that's the point i wanted to make as well so i get nikki just like you we understand it's not lotto's fault that they put her instead of you in the nominations same thing with kodak having that problem with the beat with lotto why they hating on lotto like this bro it's like She's not doing nothing but just making good music. Like it's not her fault. I saw her even tweet. She was like, "Damn, I can't even enjoy my fucking nominations for awards." You know what I'm saying? It's unfortunately because she she's definitely that next thing that's up and coming. Like Lotto, we said this. We said this when the album dropped. dropped, We heard the album first week. We were like, "Oh, oh, okay." (laughs) When that sun that sunshine dropped on me for the first time. Oh my gosh! What the fuck is this, nigga? I played that shit like (laughs) thirty times. This one of the songs where everybody and I. I don't feel weird about this anymore now that I've grown up and seen too many commercials. Mm-hmm. I have my own concerts in my house sometimes yeah. with my songs. I had a concert with Sunshine. I'm you sunny, Yeah, bro, it's a great song. I like that song better than Big Energy. I Absolutely. Know, I know that's the hit, but it wasn't the best song on the album. I like Sunshine way more than Big Energy. Like, yeah, it wasn't the best song on the album. That lets you know that Lotto has talent. Absolutely. And I want to clear something up because I've heard a lot of people been talking about it since um, since Kodak and Lotto had that problem. They were resurfacing the Frappuccino. No, they were resurfacing the Lotto not wanting a specific male artist on oh, her on album. album. That was not Kodak. That was not Kodak. You just wanted to get that off. Just wanted to leave that there. (laughs) Because I I saw people like, oh, and this is why she didn't want you on his. That was not about Kodak. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Shout out Yak. Yeah, shout out Yak. I don't want to get into who it was about anything like that. That was not about Kodak. So staying with Lotto, I just want to go over some of the tweets because her and Nikki were going at it on Twitter. This is where everything originated. Um, So Lotto said, I've ignored countless subtweets since March and instead address you in the DM. You're asking why I didn't speak up in your defense. It's the same answer I gave you when you asked why I didn't congratulate you. You're literally older than my mom trying to be a bully. True. 
So Nikki was saying that Lotto should have stood up for her and saying that her song should have been nominated. I'm not. That's not my no, battle. No. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's not my fight. Stop being a fucking bully. What? Like, that's, leave me alone. That's crazy, dude. I don't have a say. I've never won a Grammy, and I'm not on this voting board. I'm happy to, just to be here. Lotto's just happy just to be in the building. You, and I'm sorry, and I, I know this is the argument between certain people, but not Lotto yet. You niggas shit on the Grammys every year and are mad at me because I'm nominated in a place that you wanted to be. You don't even fucking want to be here. I don't even show up. If I'm Lotto in my head, that's what I should have said. Right. Now, I'm not going to take that stance publicly because then it's going to get to the, ooh, now, now you're standing with that side. But my thing would have been like, y'all say, fuck this award show every year. Nikki, they haven't given you an award mm-hmm. in so long that you don't even go. Why are you mad at me for getting nominated in this category? I say this all the time. We want to talk about having our own shit loving ourselves but we act this way every time we're not nominated for a fucking grammy nikki is the kid you know little kids that they don't they have a toy of theirs but they haven't been playing with it all day <laughs> yep, yep. you pick the toy up these fucking kids just go nuts oh it's my toy i want it 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 <laughs> nikki you were not fucking worried about the grammys man at all Move. Now she's got the one number one song that she's ever had in her life. Congratulations. I'm the Barb, too. Congratulations. You need to chill this out, Nikki. You need to sit down. Yeah, let's. Uh, I'm going to read what Nikki said. So this is what Lotto was actually replying to. Okay. Nikki said this Karen. She called Lotto Karen. Lotto at 23 years old, born in 1998, Karen. Right. She okay. said this Karen has probably mentioned my name in over 100 interviews. Says she waited in line for Pink Friday with her Barbie chain on, bangs, pink hair. But today, Scratch Off decides to be silent. Rather than speak up for black women, she called her biggest inspiration. She called her Scratch Off because of Lotto. Lotto. That's hilarious. But, uh, man, Nikki. So, Lotto is a fan, bro. And Nikki is (laughs) ruining all her relationships. She's happened with Soulja Boy and Ice-T. This is literally Soldier Boy and Ice T all over again. No way. <laughs> no. This bro. is Thugnificent and Sergeant Gutter. No. Corey, it literally is, man. Oh, no, I know. They hating on the young nigga. Why are y'all hating? This is an episode of the Boondocks. Holy shit, that's funny. But I understand, and, funny, and this bro. is internal. We look at certain rappers, we get to look at Kanye, see him act out, and we always go, this is because his mother, this, 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 and that, and he was never able to get over this, 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 and that. Right. I look at Nicki Minaj every time, and I go, she was the greatest, she she is the greatest rapper, the greatest female rapper of all time, and she was before her time, Mm. and now that it's in the time that she should have existed in- She wants it to be her time this time. And it's not going to be. And she can't she can't cope with that. Yeah, she can't accept that she, fact. <laughs> she cannot accept the fact that oh, man. it's time for rap to be number one, but mm-hmm. it's not time for her to be number one in it. And, and we saw that this year. We saw her 
basically throwing shit up against the wall and just seeing what sticks. All of the songs she put out, we said it was just like... None of it really stuck. She was just trying things because she doesn't know where she fits in. And maybe you don't have to fit in right now. Maybe you can just be the OG and just clap for everybody that's coming up because they all praise you. Lotto said it. You mentioned it yourself. In all of her interviews, she always brings you up. She always gives you love. She was throwing something up at the wall with Super Freaky Girl. It just happened to work. She, you, you yeah. threw up a meatball at the fucking wall <laughs> with that. It just happened to go. I hate to see the downfall of Nicki Minaj, bro. It's a lot of barbs, like you said, are they're falling off the tree. It's. I thought it was 2017, 18, when Queen dropped with the bad album that we were like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then the Nick, uh, not the Nicki, uh, the Nicki Cardi beef, we were like, oh, it's getting bad. Mm-hmm. Then Cardi and Nicki seemed as though they were starting to patch things up. They fucked that all off yeah, this that year. Shit, that shit is never. That was the beginning of the demise again for for Nicki. When she fucked everything up with, with Cardi again. With Cardi. Because Cardi loves everybody and everybody loves Cardi. I'm glad we got into this. We were meaning to get into this pocket too. Yeah. Cardi B has been strategically making relationships with every young, hot female rapper. Not just because she wants those rap relationships. She wants those potential features. She wants those people on her side. Just because she's on some sort of Christopher Columbus type of quest. (laughs) That once she gets to a certain female rapper, she X's that shit off. And she's like, yep, Nikki can't fuck with this one. So she she goes over to maybe a Flo Millie yeah. and she'll co-sign that shit. Uh, you can't get fucking over there. And then she'll go over to Lotto and then she'll co-sign that shit. I'm like, uh, you can't fuck with her over there. Mm-hmm. And it'll even be shit like Nikki thought she had the good, uh, good Megan Thee Stallion feature yeah. with Hot Girl Summer. Nikki thought she was like, oh, I'm going to take this one from, from Cardi. You can't have this. Cardi drops WAP in two fucking months. Ruins that entire fucking thing. Just snatched it right from her. Right in her face. Cardi's making rounds with the female rappers just to let Nikki know, hey, I've been here. They're on my side and they don't fuck with you. Mm-hmm. Which is why immediately when Cardi started beefing with JT, Nikki came to her fucking rescue. Stop. Just fucking lame. We're grown. Y'all are grown. Stop. I always say, you know, when we're talking about men, we're grown men. Y'all are grown women. Please stop. Rapper, rapper wise and lyric wise, I've always been on the Nicki Minaj side. But in today's time with younger artists like the Cardi B's, they know how to play being a slick motherfucker Mm -hmm. better. Mm -hmm. Like whether it's not talking to you, whether it's playing out an agenda or a narrative on social media, whether it's making you look a certain way, whether it's hanging with the people you don't fuck with. Yep. I know exactly how to get under your skin and I know how to get to the places you want to be first. You said it best, man, with social media. Um, this is just something that Nikki wasn't able to do early stages of her career that Cardi has been able to capitalize on, not only just from her image herself, but like you said, those little petty uh, little meetups. Let me take a picture with this person. Let me show up to this party. Let I bought Glorilla Chain. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's most recently. Of course, she hopped on a song. 
that's another with uh, Glorilla. With Glorilla tomorrow too. But then yeah, like you said, Glorilla actually bought Cardi up a tech for her. Oh yeah, birthday. right, 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 right. So yeah, just Cardi's making her rounds and doing what you are supposed to do. But I think um, Cardi has just been able to capitalize like social media. Like we understand social media because we grew up in it. You know what I'm saying? Like Cardi got famous as social media took off, so she's seen everything and how to play it. Nikki didn't see that, but also you don't have to be a clown or a hater, bro. Like you don't have to do that shit. I'm the examples guy. Great, 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 great example. In 2018, 19, whatever it was, 20 up until now, we watched Kanye effortlessly try to, or I'm sorry, he put a lot of effort in it. My apologies. Try to, to down Drake, try to make Drake look stupid, try to bring his name back via social media. Drake could make one fucking line. Promise there ain't no fucking 350s in my fucking closet. And just shit on him and Drake and Kanye will spiral for the next 30 days on social media. Right. And then he'll say something about, oh, you know, Saha wrote sicko mode and fuck him up all over again. It's just the younger generation of rap. We we know how to get you past the rap, like, and we know how to fuck your rap up. Actually, yeah, bro. Both of them during that period, they fucked each other's career up at that time. I'll say on both sides. They yeah, were, they, was, were, they were doing bullshit. They bro. were doing bullshit, but I meant in the Cardi Nicki okay. phase. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Drake is who Cardi is right. to where I have younger, newer tricks that are not up your sleeve, and I can use one of these little tricks. Right. And it's bigger than your big trick. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what Cardi's playing on Nikki. Yeah, absolutely. And it's working for sure. Great example. For Industry sure. games. For sure, because Nikki is taking offense. Like you said, she jumped in a beef the other day that wasn't even her beef. Wasn't even hers. Just because she was like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna get a piece. You're still ugly. Just because she's 40 on social media. Yeah. Get, get off <laughs> of the internet. It's fucking terrible, Get man. Get off of the internet, bro. Like, the shit is lame, man. We don't have to do this, bro. It's, it's ruining the, the genre. They're already trying to take us out. And then, but this is what they want. Why do Kanye and Nicki always fuck up at the same time? What, what was it? This Literally. is what they want? What this, is what, this is what they want, though. They want us, of course, they starve us, but then they want us to get mad at each other and then kill each other. It's literally from the streets to whatever industry you want to compare it to it's the exact same system absolutely just on different scales right. and inside of different fields of work but it's the exact same thing they want you to go against your own people kill mm-hmm. each other you know what i'm saying while really at the top we're the one that's fucking pulling all the strings and making you act this way yeah in every industry bro and it's all just a it's all just fucking Universal Music Group. <laughs> <laughs> just one fucking monopoly. Yeah, it's all just fucking Lucian Grange up there just, <laughs> just pulling fucking strings on you niggas. Bro. That's fucking funny if you really think about oh, it. Oh, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Maybe one day we'll get out of that cycle, but I don't think so. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Where are we at? Jamaica? Are we in Jamaica? We're in Jamaica. All right. So... Now, I couldn't get with this. Maybe, I mean, if I was born into it, I, I'd be able to get with it. But mm. Jamaica's passed something that's really wholesome, very progressive. 
They've actually passed the law uh, officially banning music and television that glorifies drug and use of uh, or drug use and violence. Right. You have a uh, you have more. Yeah. So they say authorities in power believe that this ban will help in the efforts to reduce gun violence in Jamaica. The country had the highest murder rate in Latin America and the Caribbean in 2021. I like that. I like this. Imagine if the United States of America were to ban television and music that supported or promoted drug use and violence. Imagine how much of a um, how much of a less violent place we'd be. Yeah, maybe I'm not. I'm not fully on the stance though. All the way. Think about it like this, and I think it would take fifty to sixty years. Of course, we're talking about kids that grow up from age zero that don't even see someone shot and killed on TV. Most people in their entire lives, unless you're from the inner inner city or like what people would consider the hood or the streets or whatever, you never see somebody kill someone yeah. or murder someone right. or rob someone. Imagine if you don't even get that on TV. Like, and you have children that are raised from day one, and now they're 25, 26, 27 years old, starting to be the ones that shape the framework of the country, yeah. or or they're going to be the next generation of politicians, leaders, celebrities. And they never even grew up seeing violence, like never even seeing it, yeah, hearing about it, not even hearing about drug use. I think that promotes... A, a better America or, or it's going to promote a better Jamaica <laughs> for sure. Now it makes sense in that analogy. That's a great example. Um, but it is something like you mentioned that would take time. It would take 50, 60 years. Got to start somewhere on something like that. But I'm just on the stance. Like you can't just completely ignore what violence true is. Just so, suppressing it is not going to just make it better. That's not going to just get rid of it. It's still going to be somebody out there committing those acts. So what I'm saying is like expose yourself to it, know what it is, but then you have to know what's right and what's wrong. Like that's just the best way in my opinion to go about it. I don't know. Because I mean we live our lives the way we live them, but if you think about like people in Amish countries, or not Amish countries, but like what you would consider like the Amish country in, in those communities in the United States, they don't live anything like us. They don't worry yeah. themselves with technology, with technology, and, with mass weapons, with yeah, guns, yeah. with yeah. knives, with murder. With, they just live their fucking lives. Yeah, yeah. They wake up every day, they do their work, they learn, they eat, they sleep. Yeah. And they don't know shit about any of that. If we were to hand them a phone with Twitter and Instagram and all that, it would rock their fucking world. Of course, I know they've seen it before, mm-hmm. but they don't use that shit on day to day basis. A lot of them, like us, like they don't have internet. Might not have even seen it. Yeah, a lot of them don't even have internet in their communities. But no, that makes sense. But what I'm saying is, like, no matter what, we can try our best to raise people who are going to be or go in the right direction within their lives. But there's always going to be those people who are still committing those violent acts or using We'll drugs. never have a utopia. Yeah. So what I'm saying is like, if you're not exposed on how to react to certain situations, you're vulnerable. Well, I mean, I'm sure Jamaica's still going to have 
a local news that's gonna let you know of like people have been shot and killed things like that right 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 i feel like if you have like what i'm talking about but you still have local news that's covering what's going on in your area things like that yeah yeah yeah, of course but we were just focusing in um on just tv and and music and that's just something like with me like music has been a part of my entire life so you know what i'm saying if you take my music away because you're wanting me to lead a certain way or live a certain way i'm just i don't know how much that works i think it works 100 percent Kari, we know every little nigga that's 13 to 17 now thinks they're fucking little baby if you don't have that them niggas don't live like that and you can't say that they still gonna live like that because some of them are kids from the fucking burbs that only act like that because they hear them niggas say that in songs. Now, now there's some people that truly are truly growing up in the streets. But a lot of these niggas, even the ones that we're we're listening to make these songs, Mm -hmm. weren't fucking like that. If, If we were to take a lot of that out and like some shit like they never saw... James St. Patrick as ghost popping niggas. <laughs> they never saw um I'm trying to think about bro from Snowfall. Um or or you never saw Me. you said what? Me. Okay. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> That's funny. Uh you never saw the wire. You never saw New Jack City shit like that. Yeah. Yes. There are plenty of niggas that in 1990 or 91 or 92 whatever it was Wanted to be a gangster from day one because of Nino Brown and G Money. Yeah, for sure. Damson, that's who you was thinking about, the main character. Yeah, but I'm Franklin. That's okay. what I'm thinking about. Um, yeah, if some niggas might have never seen Kane and O Dog and and have would have lived the straight and narrow. Nah, bro, it makes sense. It makes sense. I'm just saying, like, I don't think that's the one factor that's gonna help. No, it's not. Right, right. It's not. Not. One thing is gonna save everything. Right, right, if you course, take, of course. if you take Call of Duty and GTA away, it's not gonna, it's not gonna lower the school shooting rate right. by that fucking much. Right, right. But it, something helps. Like some shit like that really does help. It does. It does. I'm it. not saying take the games. Don't we not doing no, that? No, for sure. And I'm I, just making an example. No, no, no. And I and I agree um, to a certain extent there. But, um, but yeah, shout out Jamaica. Like we say, you know, at least being progressive. You know, trying something because a lot of like our country, we're not gonna try. We'll we'll preach a lot of things, but we don't try shit. You know, at least they're trying to do something differently here. So hopefully that works out for their country. We couldn't even make the fucking. We couldn't even take all the likes off of Instagram. We even made that optional. Yeah, no, we, we can't. <laughs> we only give niggas the option because we're such of a free democracy. <laughs> Damn it. Um, let me stop before I, we get taken off. It sound like we're promoting a different type of. <laughs> Oh, like government garky, right? <laughs> I didn't know what kind of garky, so I just said, <laughs> I don't know what kind of garky this is. <laughs> this is democracy, but I don't, I don't know, <clears throat> or an ism. I don't want to promote any any garkies or isms. <laughs> None of that. Nah, man. <clears throat> Only ocracies or or or, or uh, ublicans. <laughs> Only ocracies and ublicans. No garkies. No no isms. None of that. All right, let's move on. Did this nigga Genuine think he was David Blaine or some shit? I saw a video of Genuine drowning himself in a box. <laughs> Bro, like, Genuine almost killed himself on stage. He he came back and said, guys, he's good. This happened about a month ago. This was not as recent as the video that just came out. But Genuine was practicing for a Chris Angel freak show. Right. 
and and I don't mean it as a real freak show. Chris Angel calls this shit the Chris the Angel freak, freak show. show. Right. He was doing a stunt where he put himself in a box and saw how long he could hold his breath. Mm-hmm. Apparently, not that long. Yeah, apparently not <laughs> long at all. Uh, so during rehearsals, this was just rehearsals. It wasn't even the actual recording. Right. He was just practicing. He was just practicing. Uh, got inside of the tank filled with water um, and damn near drowned to death. Damn near. <laughs> no, he drowned. Just <laughs> not to death. Yeah, he just did. That's why I say damn near to death. Yeah, they <laughs> they didn't get him. Nah, man. Um, it's crazy because I was reading up on it. He didn't even want to do it from the jump. He mentioned in the show he's trying to overcome his fear. He has a fear of water. So it says in the show he was trying to overcome his fear of being underwater as he couldn't hold his breath for longer than 15 seconds before trying to stunt out. Nigga, go to Schlitterbahn. <laughs> Nigga, go to Hurricane Harbor. What the fuck is he talking about? Whatever. You don't lock yourself in a box. For, for Did he have a time limit on it? He wanted to do it longer than 15 seconds. So wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Look, Corey, wait, 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 wait. This nigga didn't hold his... He, he, <laughs> he passed out in less than 15 seconds? Yes, man. He said he couldn't hold his breath for longer than 15 seconds before trying to stunt out. So he couldn't do 15 seconds. So he's only probably doing 10 before trying to go underwater. So why would you even try the stunt anyway? You're afraid. It says, although he failed... In rehearsals, he still went ahead and still rehearsed and did the show. His whole life had changed when he went underwater. <laughs> Bro, like, what's going on with Genuine, man? What the fuck? <laughs> 2022 has been an incredible year for this nigga Genuine. I do see Absolutely. you taking your price up. Your price has gone up in the year 2022. Absolutely, it's bro. back up. He's been killing it, dancing on stage. Yeah. Remember he did the little when he yeah. when he rose up on the stage, bro. What the fuck is Genuine doing? Uh, but this shit and like I've been in the comments, he still got the ladies tuned nah, in. Thanks, like, God thanks. damn it, this nigga's yeah, had bro. the ladies locked on him <laughs> for 30 years. But Genuine, no, 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 no. You are not David Blaine. You're not Chris Angel. Nope. Who's the other nigga that actually killed himself? You're not Evil Knievel. Oh, Evil <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't do this. Evil Knievel died underwater, right? He drowned, right? Trying to unchain himself from underwater, some really? shit like that. I don't even know, bro. I think he was trying to, like, they had him in chains underwater. He was like, yeah, I'm going to get rid of all the chains before that. And niggas watched him like a spectacle as he drowned to death because he couldn't get the chains off nobody opened it up and just let him the fuck out <laughs> that's crazy alright whatever <clears throat> Shaq we're moving into Shaq he sold off 17 of his Auntie Anne's locations <laughs> right. and he, he cited it was because black people don't fucking eat pretzels <laughs> what do you say we like pizza or some shit like yeah, that yeah he said we more of a pizza eating race than pretzels. For me, that was just some funny ha-ha yeah, type yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, he's just joking. You know how Shaq is, bro. He's a comedian. He did not cancel 17 of his stores because black people didn't eat pretzels. No, no, for sure. That was just a joke. I want to attribute this because a lot of people were talking about this. Why would he be closing this? I love Auntie Anne's. I love mine at my mall. So why would he be closing his? I yada, yada, yada. Uh, nobody goes to the fucking mall anymore. Yeah, that's the main reason. Uh, it's business. It's just not 
doesn't make sense anymore. People go, but if you think about the attendees at a mall or at your local mall yeah. in 2018 or 19 and what it would be considered in attendance post-COVID, hell, your mall might not even be open anymore. A lot of malls have, have shut down since COVID. Absolutely. Or a lot of malls changed their hours, um, even security. Like, a lot of shit is yes. different, man. Yes. Like, um, but more to the point that you were making, everybody shops online. Everybody shops online. And Auntie Anne's is that place that you stop by. You might have just walked out of your favorite spot in the mall. You might have been getting some shoes from Foot Locker. And you look over and it's like, oh, yeah, I could go for a pretzel. I could go for, we might be about to hit the movie. You don't want to pay the movie prices. I could get a pretzel. Facts, man. The little little cinnamon bites, that's my shit. Yeah, like I could get a pretzel real quick. You're not doing that anymore. You're you're going straight to the movie Mm -hmm. or you're on HBO Max or you're on Netflix. You're not even at the movie theater. You're not inside of the mall shopping. You've, uh, You've gone to online shopping. You're not in the food court or anything like that. You're door dashing that shit. <laughs> um, you're just not in the mall the way we used to be. Yeah, bro. Like that's just the point right there. It's simple. It's not good for business anymore. Right. And if I'm a, a sharp businessman that's worth damn near a billion dollars like Shaq is, I'm running the numbers on stuff like that. And I've seen what this looked like in 2019 and then 20 and then 21 and then 22. Get rid of those. Right. And then I'm looking in the future as well. I'm looking at the next five years and the numbers are not going up. So Shaq is probably about to get him a ghost kitchen or some shit. Yeah, bro. Start him a Mr. Beast Burger. You know how he how he moves, man. Shout out to Shaq, though. He did move here. I think we mentioned that. But hell of a business, man. Shout out Shaq. Shaq is in the city, man. But yeah, bro, it's just not good for business anymore. We love pretzels. I love pretzels. But uh, I ain't going to lie sure. to you, in a mall, I'm more of a great American cookie than Auntie Anne's. I ain't even going to lie to you. I'm more of a great American cookie, but and I, if our mall doesn't have it anymore, one of the ones close to us does. Before anything, I'm a dip and dice guy. Mm-hmm. I'm a dip and dice guy in a mall. Like, I'll, I'll do the great American cookie after, uh, if there's no dip and dots, but you got me sold on the Dippin' Dots every single time. If I'm in the mall and there's a Dippin' Dots, I have to stop. If there were the ops, if the ops was ready to spin on me, them niggas Spock could just, the yeah, they could just park at a fucking Dippin' Dots near where I live. I'll be there soon enough. <laughs> Spun on his ass at the Dippin' Dots. Drip, Drippin' Dots. <laughs> bro, that's hilarious, bro. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I love it. <clears throat> that's my spot. Yeah, for sure. But I, that's that's what we wanted to get into with Shaq. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Didn't mean to, to give you the the dripping dots. That's funny, bro. Uh, where are we at with the next? I think we only had one more thing left. I think. Yeah. So just staying in sports a little bit. So the past week as well, Drake made a post on Instagram. He announced that Barcelona was gonna wear the OVO owl on their jerseys. Right, to celebrate that he hit 50 billion streams on Spotify. Yeah, became the first artist ever to do that. Uh so this was pretty cool, man. Barcelona, you know, is one of like the, the most yes. valued franchises in the world. One of the more popular soccer teams yes, for sure uh, in the world. In the world, man. So it was cool and the jerseys look fly. They had the, you know, the owl right on the chest of the players. Um, and it's Drake, you know, he's a ambassador for the Raptors. So he's in that sports field 
it was cool to see that. That's not something that we see rappers get or just anybody get from Barcelona, bro. Like that's yes, that's a huge fucking franchise. This is the type of shit that like when people say I'm a hater on Drake. No, this is the type of shit I get happy about when mm-hmm. honestly, never mind drops and it's not rap, it's dance, and you completely shift the game doing shit like that. Yeah. Now we think music might be moving in an entirely different direction. He's the first rapper to have a soccer team just put the emblem on the shirt, not because we're a sponsor, not because you're promoting because I'm paying. Now I just hit the the streams and y'all are showing love like that. This nigga is making moves that rappers don't make. Artists don't make. I was going to say artists don't make. Nobody does shit like this. Yeah, bro. It's crazy. The boy continues to do it. I don't have much to say. We don't have to stay here at all. We just wanted to big up Drake. We wanted yeah, to shout that out before we got out of here. He's that guy, man. But one thing I will say, though, with Drake when it comes to sports, um, if Drake is going for your team, if he's rooting for your team, you need to bet against Drake. Every time Drake, <laughs> bro, every Absolutely. time Drake puts his name on a team, they lose. And or- please don't let him wear your gear or definitely do not invite him. If you invite Drake, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. Bro, every fight he talks about on Instagram, the nigga loses. Every game he goes to. Loss. Them niggas lose. You remember when he put on that fucking Kentucky warm-up? <laughs> he warmed up with Kentucky. It, it them started, lost. It started right there with Kentucky. <laughs> Bro, first off, Kentucky, uh, Coach, Coach Calipari, I know... Drake and everybody's cool. He let Drake sit in the film session, bro. Drake had a warm up on. Kari, he let Drake shoot around <laughs> before not, the game. It's, it's not like it was a tournament and there was a halftime before we go on and right, play. Right. Nigga, this is the five minutes before we play. He is in the lineup taking threes, airballing. Get the fuck. He had a whole warm up on. Man, but uh, but Bar- it was a halftime with them, right? But Barcelona lost. That's the point I wanted to make. Within all of that, the game was yesterday, oh, Sunday. They lost three one to Real Madrid. So once again, it shows that Drake is not a lucky guy when it comes to the sports, man. No, I should have never done this. This was yeah, a, this was a horrible business move. They lost three one, man. Oh my goodness. See? Okay, so we know if we ever have anything big, like Drake can't show up. Nah, bro. Because we're gonna fucking bomb it that night. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> I don't have anything else. Did you have something nah, else you wanted to get it, into? Man, that was it. All right, man. Let's go ahead and wrap up. That was uh, episode 184 of the Rising Ground Podcast. I want to thank the audio listenership. I want to thank the video viewership. I want to thank the social media following. Uh, it's been your boy, Roger. Yes, sir. Jakari, we out of here. All right, let's get out of here. Yeah.
Damn, damn, damn. What'd you say when you saw me? Damn, damn, damn. Made that tiger, gave her that coffee. Sweet like toffee, need that often. Got big geeked off peace, running up green like cleats. That a bitch, she poppin'. She getting paid off niche. When my pay, he talking. Play in the air like weed. So boy feel like dolphin. So good he can give it out free. I don't write shit down in the pamphlet. To the top of the graph with the graphics. He keep on bringing that cash in. Unfolded that green like cabbage. That bitch she thought she had me. Couldn't tell the bitch shit she chatty. Back then I didn't even have it. But over time you accumulate habits. What'd you say when you saw me? Damn. Need that yeah, I be at this so so much, I should get employed yeah, the motherfucking Lenny. My boys trap base, they ain't never did a scrimmage. Hopping out foreigns, they ain't never left the country. It's a big hole in the front seat, she loves it. Keep a cook, movie, all these suckers tryna pedal me. Tony got bread for the beef and collard greens. I love money speech, you say you talk too much. You could be a fool, spit a drink in my cup. I'm riding with a hood hoe, I could've bought a model. You could've got a real, but it said you got a bottle. It could've got right, but it steady got left. Wanna come out your body, but it said with your chest. I know you want trip, you gon' come in peace. You know we ain't too friendly to other peace. I stay down from the bottom, they know what's up with me. What'd you say when you saw me? Damn. 